Hello and welcome to the Grapple Weekend Show for Thursday, the 2nd of September 2021. I'm Benno. And I'm JP. And this is weird. We're early, JP. We've got, both got a lot on this weekend. It's a busy weekend, which is why there was no way we were uh, skipping this show this week. But it's nice. The, the chat is busy. We've just been uh, having a quick chat with our live patrons about... Uh, best drinks we there well not even best drinks just what we drink um uni times will shocking us there mm. with a uh, two double vodka red bulls and two aftershocks in a pint glass uh john bell's telling us here in his uni it was 60p a pint in happy hour andy ryan snake bite shandy but smear off ice instead of lemonade uh, i like that it's a good option 60p a pint I, I mean you've sold me there don bloody hell i thought there was some place in liverpool you could get a pound a pint back in my day but 60p oof, that's Mate. good Mate, for a tenner, mm. you're you you're you're on it there. You're gone for a tenner. Those <laughs> those are the days, and very much not the economy we're living in. No, it's been a it's been a good old chat that one. Mm. And uh, yeah, what were you saying? Yours was JP. Though. What was your uh, what was your drink of choice? I I mean, I've, it's always been Guinness, rather mm. stereotypically. And you didn't have like a, a, a an alcohol pop phrase or like a cocktail phrase. Or oh, like that? did it would have been Smirnoff Ice, mm. which I think the last Same. time was when Gary Mason bought me one in the Crazy House. Hey, they had a uh, reunion night in the Crazy House on Sat on uh, on Saturday, which is like same night out as it's always been for like twenty years. But <laughs> I was gonna say. Just a Saturday I, night out there. Isn't one it? of my random mates, like a mate I don't know through Gary and Matty, and that posted the video in the crazy house, and like I just clicked the video. Who did I see first thing? Gary in a in a wing t shirt. You know the W star ing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, could spot him a million miles away. Um, Matty in the background oh, having no. a little dance. You know, always gonna happen. I did. I saw pictures of Matty. God mm. bless him. And he looked like he'd had a good time. And his beard is looking absolutely glorious as ever. Um, <laughs> young Santa. He'll always be to me. But Gary doing that. What's amazing is he would have had to have been up very early because he's got young kids. Mm. So he'd have been on poor patrol duty before you know it. I haven't, take, I haven't drank a lot of alcohol pops yet. He's responsible for the yeah. majority of mine, to be honest, in my uh, in my younger days. But, I'd, you know, I was partial to a Blue Wicked, or uh, I've told the story before, a pint of Smirnoff Ice yeah. once had in a, in a Dublin bar. Like, that, I mean, that feels like the opposite of Guinness. Um, but that's that was my experience at Temple Bar when I was uh, a younger 17-year-old. Uh, Gunny's saying in the chat here, Ottinger, he has it in Germany. I don't know what that is. I don't think I've uh, oh. heard of that as a drink. Enlighten us. Mm. Should that be something we're drinking in Oberhausen, or something we're staying well the fuck away from mm, is that I like know. i don't know german super teas or something or special brew ah uh, let us know i want to know i want to know all about it but you're going to be drinking any of that stuff this weekend jp like i say we're both going to be uh busy tomorrow uh which is why we're uh, we're doing yes. this tonight uh, i'm going to be down in london down for the uh, not the cockpit show also um steph's doing a um tucked on events to doing an all-out party on sunday that she's um presenting um, and doing live so i'm going to be there if you if anyone's in the uh, the show this area i believe it's uh, it's the sports bar and grill there in old street i think tickets are still available come oh, over yeah. say hello might be a oh, good one to, uh, to watch all have you been have you oh would it surprise you i've, I've i live near there <laughs> <laughs> i'll leave it at that any tips it's always any good drinks these stories um no i i mean it was i didn't have sky at the time mm. and it was like right I've, I've just become a dad mm. and uh, I need to watch some football. And mm. there were some really like pretty dodgy bars around Hoxton Market Way, mm. if you've ever gone up there. So mm. like, yeah, yeah, sports bar, go for a bit of that. But generally, even the sports cafe in the West End, I can remember going to quite a bit. Yeah, I've done, Those I've, places are mint. I've not done a pay-per-view yeah. party in a while. This is the first time, like I say, 
obviously down with down anyway but it, it makes it makes sense to go and like i can't think the last time i've done anything like that really it's i'm, I'm used to sitting on my own to mm. be honest and live tweet me way through a pay-per-view i don't know what's going to be like with a quote unquote live crowd watching a pay-per-view has it ever been your scene well, me and Gareth went to that SummerSlam one. Oh, of course you were. And if there's anything like that, I want no fucking part of it. <laughs> but the all-out one will be entirely different, different fan base. And the fact is, it'll be good. Mm. I won't be looking at some fucking kaiju doll that only the audience, only the, the, the TV viewers can watch. And then Eva Marie. And looking at Gareth again, and he's Dancing. just shaking his head. And you're just going, yeah. That video Crystal and I put on Instagram stories where it's just a pan of all these people on benches, really, you know, in the footage, really enjoying the... Well, not really enjoying the SummerSlam action, but trying to watch the SummerSlam action. And Gareth's just having a boogie in the corner. Um, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the all-out party could no have been through with that. No memory. Which is great. So, no, I imagine the all-out part would be fine. I think it'd be good just for you, like, if you're playing kind of, like, social anthropologist, seeing how people react, who do mm. they react to... If it's Brian. a casual AEW crowd, what is that like? Mm. Because we kind of know that between ourselves and the people who listen to this, they'll watch a broad, generally broad spectrum of wrestling. Mm. It'll be interesting to see the kind of fan base who comes along. <laughs> please, please. Right, has to go with you. Carl's asking if the chat's going to take my Martina plush with me. Maybe I should. Um, yeah, yeah. See, if she, was on, if she was good enough to be on Rev Pro, which she isn't, I'd get it signed. So, sadly, she's not, so... Probably won't. What are you going to do? Yeah. Don't. <laughs> oh. Have you tried giving it to the cat? Nah, she's not interested. I tried to get tell. Tried, even tried offering it to Matty. He didn't want it. It's not happening. Maybe I'll try and sell it on eBay. Mate, if, if Matty's saying no, and here's a man with the complete works of, like, of, I don't know, OVW and stuff, <laughs> I imagine, from, like, 2003, 2004, <laughs> you know. So, like, I, I find it hard to think he'd refuse that. That yeah. seems incredible in and of itself. Me too. I was just going to say, um, just to clarify, uh, Gunny has said in the chat, Ottinger, cheap beer, apparently. Um, so there you go, got an option. <laughs> um, what are you going to be drinking this weekend, JP? You said you got your crate. Yes, um, so I'm going to be having some um, Chicago beers there. I haven't actually properly looked through which ones, uh, what's in there at the moment, but I kind of enjoy that aspect of it. Mm. Um, yeah, and then I'm out Friday night, so I'll be having a, a few drinks after work. And then on... Um, Saturday, Ireland are playing Azerbaijan. So no, this I'm is why you're not coming to the not the cockpit on Sunday. I see, I see how it is. No, I've got my well. I've it's my son's, but it's also the day before college goes back in. So ah. it's like I need I need to kind of be on it. But also, it's whether or not I'll make sure I'm fully prepped. Am I going to watch a little bit of All Out and fall asleep to it? Which then you're running, you know, the risk of waking up. It's on my phone, and all of a sudden. Uh, fucking watching i don't know adam cole do a panama sunrise to cm punk or some mad shit like that and it will just sort of ruin the experience waiting for that have you done that before no <laughs> no okay fair enough <laughs> doing a panama sunrise or <laughs> no 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 like kind of falling asleep during a pay-per-view and woken up during a quite important bit only when i was younger so no like for me like i'm you know what I'm like? I don't sleep, do I? So it, it doesn't that Distinctly, no. actually, you know what? I do I take that back. 2001, the invasion payoff at Survivor Series. I slept through the entire oh. thing and woke up to, I think, The Rock pin and Steve Austin to, uh, to win the oh. invasion for WWE, <laughs> which I was just like, huh? Okay, then. And then roll back over. So there we go. I think I had a similar experience where I saw the McMahon celebrating on the stage. Mm. And that was the thing I managed to see. And this is all sort of pre- 
real social media, to be honest with you. Mm. It would have been Zuckerberg and a few fuckers out in, out in Harvard. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's horrible when that happens. Anyway, I'll shut up. <laughs> Quickly, OP, uh, the, uh, James has asked in the chat, the lad in the cargo hat behind you, new edition. Uh, a late birthday present from a colleague at work. It's a signed picture. He's not obviously signed it for all me, of uh, Larry Hagman, who famously played J.R. Ewing in Dallas. Certainly up there in the list of top television bastards. Yes. An absolute prick of a man, but a glorious prick of a man. So, Ask yeah. John Pollock. He's Larry. a big Dallas fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I even watched a bit of New Dallas as well. Mm. But yeah, it is. I, I took down the Escape from New York picture and I've moved that. That's mm. now in my son's room. Um, so yeah, he'll stay there for a bit. I might rotate it around. You might find Wenger appear, or it could be Katsuyori Shibata. Who can tell? Fun game to play. Um, but should we get into the news, JP? Yes. Yeah, and it does get and a bit obvi- serious, unfortunately, doesn't it? At the yeah. Top? yeah. Um, it, it's a horrible piece of news, but we, we have to start off with it first of all. Um, Daphne, uh, real name Shannon Spruill, um, former professional wrestler. Um, one of the names she went by was Daphne Unger as well. Um, she has died. Um, that was confirmed by uh, Shimmer, the P- women's professional wrestling group, in a statement on uh, Thursday today. She was 46. The cause of death wasn't disclosed. Um, Georgia police had been searching for her after she posted a video um, that had other wrestlers and fans worried for her well-being. Um, do you not do you guys not understand that I'm all alone? She said while crying during an Instagram live broadcast. That was on Wednesday night, I think at the same time as Dynamite. Um, she's obviously best known for appearances uh, with World Championship Wrestling and total nonstop action throughout the 2000s. Yeah, absolutely tragic news and obviously just a horrible, horrible, heartbreaking story. Yeah, we got to start there and, you know, while it's a celebratory weekend, it was very sober. And last night, like I was... You know, I don't even know whether to tell the story, but watching it, I was watching Dynamite Live and, you know, I followed Daphne on Instagram and saw somebody mention something about an Instagram Live and clicked on it and, you know, it wasn't a good scene. Um, you know, she was there with a with a gun. There's no better way to, to put it. Um, and was saying a lot of a lot of awful things and there were people in the chat, you know, lots of wrestlers, friends, colleagues, fans um, trying to talk around and I think Instagram stopped the stream. Um, so there's kind of been, you know, since then, hours of people trying to track her down. I don't think think she just moved house, so people didn't know where she lived. Um, even her best friends didn't know exactly what her address was, which was, you know, just an awful situation. And to find out today the confirmation of the um, of the terrible news, just absolutely awful. Um, obviously, somebody you know who you know didn't get a fair shake in wrestling. I think it's fair to say, you know, yeah. she was in WCW, and you know we all remember her standing out and being something very different. You know, with the the gothic kind of you know black and green uh, mm. look out there with Crowbar had a second career on the indies and um, with with Shimmer. You know, did a little bit of Ring of Honor, did a little bit of you know other indies up and around the Midwest and just generally the US in general, and a a massive massive influence to to indie. Uh, women's wrestlers especially um, and just women's wrestlers in general uh, and seeing the you know the the love and support come out today you know including you know the likes of Mick Foley lots of you know the WWE women's wrestler CM Punk um, just tweeted about it um, you know just absolutely tragic news it was horrible to to kind of you know be aware of last night and you can only imagine what the poor Daphne was going through just you know I think as a lot of people have said on Twitter the last 24 hours like mental health it's no joke yeah, absolutely. Um, 
and and it's like you mentioned the kind of influence i mean one of the things i always kind of remember is even her time in tna she kind of really stood out for the short bit um i think she was part of a a, a lawsuit around an injury was that with wcw as well at some point when you talk about not getting a fair shake as well mm. yeah um very much kind of paved the way for that kind of character which someone like Paige kind of took on from there as well you can kind of see the the, the like kind of direct lineage and i think at times we forget as male wrestling fans the kind of influence because of the lack of visibility of women around that point in time these figures a figure like Daphne becomes incredibly important because mm. it's representation where there normally isn't some. Mm. Um, so yeah, tragic news and yeah, yeah sympathies go out. Absolutely harrowing, sober news and yeah, sympathies definitely go out to her family, anyone who knew it. And yeah, obviously the, uh, the wrestling world is, uh, is grieving this weekend. Um, but yeah, I suppose, um, no, no nice way to, to, to talk, you know, the rest of the news, but we will, uh, attempt to, um, obviously, also, um, you know, this weekend's a big, it is a big pay-per-view weekend. I'm sure there'll be plenty of tributes um, to Daphne, but to get into the weekend, um, we do have to talk about uh, Dynamite um, from th- from Wednesday. Uh, obviously, uh, we're a little bit earlier uh, this week, JP, with the uh, the weekend show. Normally, we would uh, have the, the full breakdown of Dynamite, but we do have uh, the rating this week. Um, it is... Uh, down um, on last week, uh, the overall view is uh, 1,047,000 uh, with 486,000 in the 18-49 demo, which is a 0.38 rating. Uh, that's 11% down and 22% down um, in total viewership in 18-49, Brandon Howard um, has reported today. Um, that's down from, in fairness, the third most watched Dynamite in the show's history. Um, and obviously, you know, last week's show, you know, watched by 1.172 million viewers and Adam Monster, 620,000 uh, in the demo. I think the best, you know, case-by-case comparison is maybe the week before, um, which, you know, it is doing uh, slightly better than the, than the week before that as well. Um, but I don't know. I, I would still say maybe a, a slight disappointment uh, on a pay-per-view week. Uh, I don't know if that's just me. Still above the million mark. I still think that's good. I don't know if maybe i was uh too hopeful at the you know the, the tale from the the cm punk uh, debut was gonna continue on um but you know it was a stronger dynamite than this week but i don't know do you think there's anything to say maybe they're, they're paying a little bit for the the week of dynamite from last week possibly i think it's fine do you even think it's bad you know do you even think it's bad yeah, it's it, it. I do a thing. So, I mean, funny enough, I didn't know the rating before having had a look at it. It's somewhat of a surprise for me for this. Mm. So, just over a million, I think. Overall, if it's staying around a million, mm. and a million is kind of where they're sticking around, that's a good place, mm. and it can go up. I think there is. It's funny when they're around pay per views because it's like after pay per views, they don't normally do a good number at all, mm. and sometimes in the build up like it can seem a little bit flat, but then there's a point where you've got the long gap in between and that's where the number shoots up where the television program takes on kind of more importance. So I think let's judge this after all out Mm. after Danielson's appeared, Mm. what the buzz of the punk match is. Mm. If it feels like all of those things are there, because I even think on dynamite, like even the punk reaction felt a little bit more muted. It might've been bad crowd marking, to be honest with you with, Mm. with it. It was a weird crowd all night, wasn't it? Maybe not as loud as you expect at certain points. I I think they're saving themselves. Yeah. Like I I think it's a point that that a lot of those people are doing the same ones again, and it's going to be what's impressing you at the time for that. Mm. So I don't think it's necessarily a bad rate. I mean, it's down from last week. 
as with all of this stuff, let's see how we get through the month of September. Mm. Let's see what the real long-term effects of a Punk and a Danielson. Let's see what storylines, and I think I said this on Spotlight possibly, or it might have even been the weekend show. I'm intrigued for this. Uh, what happens after All Out. Mm. Where, what direction do they go there? Because you've got, like, we'll talk about it when we're discussing the show as well, but there's a lot of different directions, and those might be the feuds that catch fire. Because mm. I still think something like, you know, Darby Allen is known to a point, but I think it's going to depend. Yeah, I depend. See how it goes. See what the lay of the land is after yeah. all out. And you know, rightly in the chat, you know, Will pointed out, you know, bad flooding in the East Coast might have hurt, and uh, yeah. James Lynn kind of making the same point. Yeah, big weather issues in New York and New Jersey. So I suppose as you know, more market numbers um, kind of uh, come out, then I think we will maybe know a little bit more of the granular detail behind the show. I mean. It was a very good show. I mean, we can talk about it a little bit more than we usually do just because, well, by the time it gets to the spotlight, there'll have been Rampage and a pay-per-view to talk about. So I can't imagine we spend much time on Dynamite, but much stronger show than the week before. Like, yeah, I couldn't help but watch it and be like, oh. even the, even like the lower matches like Brian Cage and Powerhouse Hobbs or, you know, Santana and Ortiz out there with FTR. It's like, oh, these are the matches you want new fans to see. These are the guys you want new fans to see. Even Orange Cassidy out with, there with Jack Evans. It didn't let light the world on fire, but I'd rather see, you know, a new fan see Jack Evans than a new fan see Matt Hardy, although they were forced to see Matt Hardy uh, in the post-match. But I did think it was a really strong show. I think the, the absolute... Mm. Um, peak for me um, other than the main events which we can uh, we can get into was uh, the punk promo much better than last week which didn't really have much going on not that you necessarily had to do do much last week while we're still soaking in the glory of punk being back but oh my god like three points uh 2.0 have been the uh, you know the absolute winners of this uh of that nxt bloodletting in that there that them and daniel garcia who we're going to mention a lot when it gets to the previews being the ones to jump cm punk and not only that as john pollock rightly put on twitter you know imagine telling yourself yeah 2.0 and daniel garcia they're going to jump cm punk and sting is going to hit the save as uh, sting and darby allen came out Un- wonderful segment maybe the beatdown went on a little bit longer but it was cool to see the three yeah. baby is all at there finish at the same time punk's gts look like punk's gts kind of does a little bit sloppy but still cool um you know it was a great moment and then we got that belt out of a sting promo right after as well where he uh he gave a uh, you know kind of put over derby and uh and punk and said he's going to excuse himself and let them two go at it absolutely brilliant and just a, a really really compelling segment i thought yeah i did i agree with you i think the beatdown went down a little too long mm-hmm. i'm even the combination of 2.0 and Daniel Garcia is weird in and of itself. Mm. And somehow they've become like one of the most fe- Daniel Garcia is one of the most featured acts on television over the last month and a half. It's mental. It's mm. absolutely mental when you think about it. But I, I agree with you. The segment did it and like it allowed Punk to get in some blows. So you just got an idea that this guy is kind of mobile. It's not going to be... You know, and I think he probably wanted that to feel what it was like out there in the ring, kind of mm. get used to that sensation. I think it kind of helps with that mm. um, in front of an audience and, and think about reactions. I think it, it served several purposes. Sting's gr- this use of Sting, I will not, I continue to beat the drum. What a great run this has been. Yes. And when he leaves this run, and it will probably be it then, I think he'll look at this and go, that is the run I've been looking for, sort of post WCW all along, where it was. It was used properly. And I still th- I think of him and Darby Allen as thing. And you're looking at it and you're seeing Darby, you know, again, you think three years ago, Darby Allen's in a ring 
with CM Punk and Sting. <laughs> and 2.0, don't forget. <laughs> yeah, 2.0, Daniel Garcia and a company run by the uh, the Fulham owner. What? Oh, is what's, this real what's life? Happening? Yeah, that's oh. the dream bullshit. So, yeah. yeah. That, that was really good fun. I, I generally agree with you. Now, I'm a confession. I haven't finished the main event. Oh, okay. You heard me like it. So, like, I know what happened because I read it out on the on the update. I'm enjoying what I'm seeing so far. It's kind of what I wanted that match to be. Mm. Overall, like a definite uptick on last week. Um, just in terms of the matches. I mean, it's not all kind of perfect. That's still the issues with it. But mm. I thought some of the build to the pay per view and some of the like the promos for it. I thought the MJF oh, promo was great. That was great. Um, the Jericho one was probably as enjoyable as it was ever going to be mm. for like considering what he was like and he was screaming and shouting and JR did a great job of pretending he was going to cry at the beginning mm. and then went and yelled Chris Jericho. I was like, fucking hell, you're playing with emotions there, Jim. Even so the, um, had- mm. even the backstage promos were great on that show. Darby's um, little video, which felt yeah. a little bit strange that it was on the same show as the previous. It was almost like he taped it for last week and didn't get it in or something. That was great. Miro and um, and Eddie Kingston going back and forth. Like I said to Gareth on uh, on Tuesday, well, I'd love to have had eight weeks of that, but that was still cool. Like there was, so I think Rover put on Twitter. It felt like you know when um, ECW Hardcore TV would give you that hard sell for the pay per view at the weekend. There was a lot. It was kind of that kind of feel, wasn't it? Absolutely. And do you know what we're going to talk about it in the preview? Mm. Every match has had a build, mm. and we are used to twenty mm. odd years. I don't know about that. We're hard. <laughs> It's kind of the opposite of what we were saying on Tuesday. As big and as small, for the most part, there is at least some storyline reason why things are happening. Now, you can obviously we'll talk about the good and the bad of that because it's not all perfect. Mm. But at least there's an attempt to do that. So Mm. when they go through a card, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's happening. And I know the reasons why that's happening. And you just do that stuff. Whereas a WWE card, you're like, I don't know why you're fighting. Like, it's just a thing. It's just like, it's kind of nonsense. And it feels like I like the hard sell for a pay-per-view. Yeah. I like the idea because it makes you excited for a pay-per-view, which is really what you should be because they're meant to be big shows. Yeah, I think I think for me it would just be if it all felt a little bit last minute, but I don't. But it was still great, you know. I still loved it, you know. You mentioned the main event, um, you know. I know you haven't had the chance to see the full thing yet, but you know that ending with an old school, you know, heel beat down of uh, Kenny and the Bucks beating down Penta and the Lucha Brothers and all of the main faces, Christian, Jungle Boy, Marco Stump oh, was somewhere okay. hanging off the side of the cage. It was it was a lot of fun. Unfortunately, somebody needed to cut Kenny's mic off because he just wouldn't stop talking and he was rabbiting on and doing his. I mean, really, he was just trying to be funny, um, which is, you know, my biggest problem with Kenny Omega as a as a main event oh, heel act. Um, it, it it gave the segment no real ending because he just kept going and going and going, and it was clear the show had to get off the air and the commentators needed to rap, and he just kept going and going and going. That was the only negative, but I kind of like what they did. You know, yes, you can have the baby faces stand tall, but I don't know in this modern world where the baby faces stand tall, we're all like, well, they're going to lose, aren't they? This way, at least, if the heels stand tall, you think, well, the heels can't win on on Sunday as well, too. So. So, you know, it gives you a gives you a little bit. Plus, there's rampage still to go. Maybe the baby faces will uh, will get some shine back. But all in all, uh, a very enjoyable uh, episode of uh, of Dynamite, and yeah, leads in nicely, JP, to the uh, to the weekend um, 
previews there i was gonna uh just uh quickly reference before we, we get into the uh the aw uh segments of the weekend previews just for alan farrell more than anything there's a big aaw show going on there's a lot of um shows going on in the chicago area we're not gonna be able to to cover them all on the weekend show but there's a couple of notable ones worth mentioning and aaw isn't really a promotion we particularly cover but i had a quick look at their car just because i saw you know alan talking about it and you talk about Daniel Garcia, mate, on there against Davey Richards on that show. Also, Larry Dokedares is on there. Myron Reed Ace Austin, which sounds like a match right up your street. And uh, Fred Yehi versus uh, Josh Alexander. Fun little card that tonight. But yeah, the uh, the story begins here with uh, with Daniel Garcia's mad weekend. Yeah, it does. He, he, yeah, it's really funny. How is all out? The return of CM Punk, the possible debut of Brian Danielson, and it's somehow become the Daniel Garcia weekend, which is an <laughs> incredible achievement in and of itself. But yeah, um, after AW, we've got Rampage, three, the final stop on the way to All Out, uh, 3 a.m. UK time, live from Chicago, obviously. Malachi Black versus Lee Johnson. Um, I thought Malachi Black's promo was kind of like he, his delivery is all right. But you need to sort the eye thing out because it's gotten out of control at this stage. Mm. Um, two on one handicap match Jamie Hayter and Rebel uh, with Britt Baker, um, who signed a contract, versus Chris Statlander. Uh, Darby Allen with Sting, obviously, versus Daniel Garcia, CM Punk on commentary. I'm assuming t- t- uh, 2.0 at ringside. I'm, I'm also assuming Chris Jericho fucks off to the back because that's like <laughs> you know when they talk about punk having problems with people backstage I don't think it's called Cabana I think it's Chris Jericho like he was conspicuous by his absence for the debut wasn't he um, I think yeah. I think Jericho is gonna uh, gonna sit this one out and, uh, and let punk take his spot at the booth because I can't imagine them um, in the booth together uh, tomorrow but that's cool you know getting to see uh, punk come back maybe he'll put his blazer on and his, uh, his fake tie um, and all of that stuff again prominent position for one Daniel Garcia um good match for Darby Allen again you know I would have loved a, a match like this for Darby on that dynamite last week but I'll stop moaning about it now um this is cool you know the, the new fans will get to see what uh what Darby Allen is all about going into the into yeah. the punk match so I like that as a basic build and yeah you know Malachi Blackley Johnson um again sorry I said that stop I wouldn't have ended that dynamite last week with them too but hey, at least it's led to something we've got now uh, you know a match that's not going to be on the pay-per-view but it's it's going to be on the rampage leading in and mm. yeah you know um Jamie Hater and uh and Rebel in there and the uh Two on on handicap match with Chris Statlander. I could probably leave that, but you know, yeah, I imagine there'll be a lot more uh, promo segments and and stuff, uh, you know, around the show, and that probably won't last too long. I I would also say as well, judging by the kind of bits and pieces that they've shown, I think the countdown show they show after Rampage is going to be pretty awesome. Oh, of course, they always do that. Yeah, yeah. I think the way they do those, like they very much mirror the UFC countdown shows, where there's like that that bit more kind of humanity and depth to it. And the way that they're kind of mirroring a lot of the stuff that you should do, like even the music that they're using, they're using a Cypress Hill track mm. as the soundtrack to All Out. Mm. Like it's not, an, it's not a new Cypress Hill song, like the way WWE do it. It's like good shit. Mm. That's all I'll say. Good shit. <laughs> Love a bit of Cypress Hill. Um, oh, but yeah. yeah, that leads us uh, nicely into the uh, the pay per view itself. Uh, as uh, has been asked in the uh, in the chat, and just to uh, just to confirm, um, we have got a, a an affiliate link uh, for this weekend to answer uh, Fox Renard's uh, question. grapplelapcom slash support if you are looking to uh, to purchase uh, all out at the weekend. Uh, as Gareth will always say, you know, go through there. It doesn't cost you any extra money. Gives a little kickback to the uh, the grapple app, and it's. Uh, not insubstantial as well, fighter uh, 
a regenerative partner um, who are also by the way also hosting that AEW show earlier if, uh, if that uh, tipped your fancy for tonight um, but yeah and you could order that too through grapplelap.com slash support but yeah uh, you know we're not going to uh, bully you into ordering the show but if you do choose to order the show then uh, definitely order it through You're that a link generous partner Benno and an even more generous lover that's what, <laughs> that's what I've heard <laughs> that's what tomorrow our video told us but yes didn't end well um, but anywho <laughs> <laughs> all out you know we talked about it a, a bit in spotlight as well but just to uh to round the uh the full card out now that we uh we know a bit more from from dynamite on the uh, the buy-in uh we got a 10-man tag tip match chuck taylor jurassic express orange Cassidy, and willie Utah versus the hardy family office who apparently if my hardy's got a like you said on the daily update jp has got a contract stipulation he has to be on every fucking show uh my hardy uh mark quen uh, jack evans as a uh, cassidy and angelico so angelico is alive to answer the question from the chat earlier um paul white versus cutie marshall is on the show um if that doesn't end um in a particular british boxer coming out and, uh, and knocking out paul white i won't be happy uh, casino battle royale emmy sakura versus the bunny versus Diamante, Hikaru Shida, Rebel, Thunder Rosa, Nyla Rose, Penelope Ford, Kira Hogan, Big Swall, Tay Conti, Jamie Hayter, not Hager, uh, K- Kylan King, uh, J- J- uh, Layla Hurst, Red Velvet, Anna J, Abaddon is in there, uh, member oh, Jay Cargill and Julie Hart and a couple of mystery women um, which could get interesting. We'll get into our, our suggestions for them in a second. Kojima Moxley, Jericho MJF, Miro Eddie Kingston, Britt Baker uh, versus Chris Statlander, Bucks versus Luchas in a cage, Omega versus Christian Cage, and CM Punk versus Darby Allen. And naturally, there is the story of the weekend. Obviously, Osprey has uh, been found too positive with COVID. There are rumours circulating, but I won't uh, speculate on them. But I will say, yes, suspiciously, the uh, the Pack Andrade match has been scrubbed from the show with uh, travel issues uh, being being stated. But still, stack show there, JP. Uh, yeah. Well, what do you want to get into from hmm. that? Oh, God. Um, do you know what? Let's start from the buy-in and work our way up so we can mm. slag off some of the undercard stuff. I appreciate that because the Andrade pack match is gone that they've kind of come up with this 10-man tag. And mm. do you know what? If it serves the purpose of some flippy shit what, to hopefully get those people sitting on the fence, get the crowd excited with Jurassic Express, because I did think to myself, I was like, it's Jungle Boy not on the pay-per-view. And you kind of go, well, actually, this is a great role for him to be on because... I think it's an easy kind of win in terms of like good entrances with Orange Cassidy and Jungle Boy's music. So I think if for no other reason, it'll be lively. When's Matt Hardy's contract up? <laughs> Hopefully Because soon. I just want to see some angle where all of these people turn on him because mm. I quite like the blade. I can't stand the bunny. I like Jack Evans getting a single match, private party in Angelico. No, it's just like this, like... Every pretty much every aspect of Jurassic Jurassic yeah Jurassic Express even and Best Friends I kind of enjoy on mm. some level. It's just that Hardy family office. It's They're killed two wrestlers. Dark, I'm interested. What the Dark Order used to be. They're just yeah. a shit group. Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn, like I, you know, I was kind of high on them as like a, a possible. You know, the Young Bucks had that killer match with them early on and in Dynamite and. Why are they hanging around with Matt Hardy? It's like they're hanging around with this, but this boring old man. Like they've gone too far with the Doc Hendricks comparisons. It, like that wasn't a good. Does Matt Hardy know that wasn't a good combo? <laughs> Whoever's booking it, not know it's a. Yeah. It's not a good combo. Um, I don't know where the butcher is. Yeah, maybe he's uh, he's off. He's got a gig or something. But he was on tour. Um, I think he was on tour with every time I die because I saw he messaged about it. Yeah, I'll ask my barber, the best mate. He can uh, he can give me an update on where he is. But uh, it'll be a fun. It'll be a fun match only for the buy-in to uh, to kick things off. What do you yeah. think of Paul White and QT? 
Martial. I mean, it's got to be over in 30 seconds, right? It has to be. I mean, we didn't speak about it, but the Billy Gunn turning heel. Oh, yeah, we should Paul mention White. that. <laughs> I don't know what I made of it. <laughs> I did enjoy Bullshit. the immediacy with which Excalibur referred to them as, uh, like, he goes, Billy Gunn and his scumbag sons. And Barry and like, Terry. Oh, so yeah, exactly. I was going to say, oh, Baz and Tell might getting some shit there off, off Excalibur. Um, I don't know what to make of this. This is just so fucking weird. The presence of QT Marshall on the reg in AEW is weird in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Like, knowing that that angle was going to take place, I, I'm with you. I think it's it's 30 seconds and it should be then Anthony Agogo comes out and knocks He's him out. He better be in the country. <laughs> I'm telling you, mate. He needs to... There's no reason for this feud otherwise. Yeah, there's no other reason. The job is, like, I, I think for him is is get, like, kind of a go-go over. And I think they could kind of make a really fun match out of it, actually, if they if they only went, like, kind of a few minutes. But this is, I think this is just here for the kind of quick match pop and then, the, and, and then an angle afterwards. Mm. But if it goes anything more, I mean, the entrance is going to last longer than the match. But if it goes anything more than five minutes, I'll, I won't be happy. Me neither. Me neither. Now let's. Uh, it's one of them. QT Marshall, just like I know people say, oh, he's non threatening. He never wins. He puts other young people. He still shouldn't be on telly. He's not good enough to be on a major wrestling TV product. Wait, when he was young and in Ring of Honor, were you like, oh, he's been completely underutilized? QT I don't Marshall. even remember him, mate. That's how, like, no. You know what he's got? He's got Dave Rain energy. Like that fucking false confidence. Yeah. Like, there's probably three people in the chat who know what I'm talking about there. But that's what, that's what QT Marshall reminds me of. Like, just go away, mate. You're, you're not good enough for the role. Yeah. Um, Casino Battle Royal uh, match. The uh, the women's one listed the uh, the people off before. Some uh, guess any guesses for who the uh, the mystery women are going to be. Um, you've got to imagine Ruby Soho is uh, has got to be one. Apparently, a uh, Riho that- actually was announced by uh, by Tony Khan, so maybe she's the other. Oh, that wasn't a fun yeah, game. Sorry. Be- <laughs> Done. <laughs> maybe the yeah, others. Maybe. <laughs> I, I mean, it has to be Ruby Soho. I mean, the last video she did was really good. That was mm. much better than the ones where she missed the train. Mm. Where well, all right. That sucks. I hope it's. I hope you're not bought it on on ticket split. Otherwise, you're not getting a refund. But anyway, mm-hmm. I digress. Um, it kind of has to be her, and I have to say, I, like, I'm not au fait with her indie work and people talking about like a, a work in Shimmer and stuff before she went to WWE. But I appreciate in a division that kind of needs depth, and I think they get to the point where they're going to need some tag titles as well for the women, which mm-hmm. you know, and I'm talking about making more titles. If you look through this and you see kind of how far, even though a lot of it is undercard stuff, there are a few people there who I think it's intriguing to look at. Obviously, Ruby Soho, I'll be shocked if it's not her because it's, mm-hmm. it's the obvious one that makes sense. I think seeing a Jay Cargill does. Anna Jay got a really big reception, and that is possibly the first time she's ever been out in front of like a proper crowd and not just like a few a few people in Daly's place. Mm-hmm. Um it's intriguing to see, you know, late if they do anything interesting with Layla Hirsch after her good performance against um, uh, uh, Camille at, for the NWA show. I don't, I'm not mad on the format of these. It's a battle royal match. Um, they tend to do battle. They book battle royals better than a lot of companies and put a bit more thought into it. So I'm, my only hope would be that it sets up a couple of other storylines. So it mm. seems like they might do Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose. Uh, that's something they set up on the TV. Thunder Rosa as well. Um, like I, I could see it coming down to her and Ruby Soho, mm. for example. And then 
Ruby Ruby Soho wins. That's nice. that's who I would expect to win. But it could be there's a it's not set in stone mm. that she would do. And I think at least you need that element of doubt. And I think there's at least two or three people I've mentioned there who are other possibilities if you want to go in that direction. Definitely, definitely. Well, you know, James Lynn's mentioned there in the chat. Could it be Lana? Uh, I think I do think she's going to turn up in one of the other matches we'll talk about. But we'll we'll get to her. But uh, yeah, next match, uh, Kojima Moxley, um, as we mentioned, JP. I, I I don't know. I want to fight the smarks on this one. Like I, I get it. We all like people love Kojima, but like again, like this, you can't get mad at people who who were disappointed by this. It is not the the kind of what was advertised when Moxley first got the promo. And like I mentioned on Spotlight, Moxley himself seems disappointed that it's Kojima. Uh, Kojima is, you know, we we all respect him as a legend, and we know what he did in the past, and you know, and he can still turn it on. That is important to say. I bet you mm-hmm. this is going to be good. But he's still not an important part of New Japan anymore. And, you know, there are definitely better options out there. But, hey, that's who New Japan sent. Um, and like I say, yeah, I think with Kojima will be up for it. I think he'll probably be over. And I think Moxley will, you know, want to prove something here. So I'm expecting something good. Yeah, I wouldn't even be that surprised if this opened up the show, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, in some weird ways. Because you can open it up with Moxley coming in and that gets people kind of lively as well. Uh, it feels like a bucket list thing for him, is what I thought. Like I, I understand he's not necessarily excited, but you can see him going like, "I've always wanted to wrestle Kojima, so here he is." It's a bit odd, though. So it's still Moxley spinning his heels. If it was yeah. Tanahashi, he'd have some like substance and depth to it, but he is still kind of spinning his heels. But he's on the show, and then they're doing that. It's interesting that the dynamite after this is then in Cincinnati, which mm. is obviously his hometown. Mm. So it gets that point about where they're going to go after this. So again, sorry to say it, it might be another match where. There could be some, it'd be interesting to see some sort of angle out of it. I expect it to be good. Probably like three and a half stars. They beat the shit out of each other. Kojima does his chops and the rest of it. There'll be a few people who know the bit that he says. And then and then Mox, Moxley will win. And then hopefully what you see is maybe, I don't know, Tanahashi appear on the screen or something like that. I'll call him out. If Minoru Suzuki came out, that would be all kinds of amazing. Going well. Even though we've me. seen that match, I would happily see that again. Yeah, I think anyone would. Anyone would, or you know, Ishi. That that's another one. Obviously, you know, there there's, there's just guys that are more over with the more casual Western audience than 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 Kojima is. But again, on the night, is he going to get a good response? Yes. Are they going to have a good match? Yes. So I think we'll forget about uh, all of those uh, misgivings. And up next, as I mentioned, JP, the uh, apparently the final fight, Chris Jericho and MJF. Um, you know, like I I think Gareth nailed it on Spotlight on Tuesday, like the. You know, the fifth labor should be this. Like that match that took place on Dynamite didn't need to take place. It didn't enhance the feud. Jericho tapping out hasn't really made a difference to the feud. Um, it was one match too many for Jericho on TV in quick succession. The match would feel fresher without it. All in all, I'm just not really excited for this. I don't think it'll be a good match either is the problem. Um, but I don't know. Winner is intriguing. Um, you know, is, is Jericho is uh, teasing us all by saying if he loses, he's going to do commentary full time, which is something nobody fucking wants. Um, that screaming cunt um, on commentary every week. <laughs> like, Christ. Uh, so for that, on that basis, cheering for Chris Jericho for this one. Um, although logically, surely MJF should win. Yeah, logically, MJF should win. I've got a feeling Chris Jericho is going to win. Um, it's, where, it's where I'm going going with this, um, which I'm not mad about. The promos did as good a job as it is to get me interested in it, mm-hmm. but I'm still not essentially interested in it. It adds depth to a card, and there'll be other people who'll be higher on it than me, so I get the reason for it being uh, 
for its presence, but Gareth, like you said, Gareth nailed it. The idea: why wasn't this the fifth labour? Mm. And the and and the stipulation is: you retire if you lose. Yeah, it's very simple. Yeah. Then you could have like I know it would have meant for more town hall promo segments between them and all the rest of it, mm. but that at least would have been like a proper build. Mm. Yeah, you know. It's one of them, yeah. Who, who really wants to see Joe Jericho in uh, in 2021 have this many matches in close succession? Um, but I don't. Also, I don't particularly want to see him retire. So, um, touring with Fozzy, yeah, Soon yeah. There's always that, but they hope they always. And he's coming to Liverpool, isn't he? He's doing the. Uh, You're gonna be there, mate. Your <laughs> spiritual home. He's doing the uh, what's to call it? Um, the cavern. Um, of course Club. he is. What a tourist. Have you heard of him, mate? Beatles played there. Apparently, yeah. I've seen a picture of you outside it, mate. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a big fan of the Beatles, as I know, as every oh, Liverpoolian. You walk around Liverpool and that's all they're whistling. Which might be why I don't like the Beatles. <laughs> um, <laughs> but moving on, uh, the match I am excited about, and as I said on Spotlight, turn me around on the card a little bit. Uh, Miro, Eddie Kingston, uh, TNT title match, as we said. They're just going to beat the shit out of each other, aren't they? Um, I've got no doubt this is going to be a load of fun. It won't be five stars, but it, I think it'll be four stars of slap and meat. Um, yeah. Mm. Again, I'll repeat it again. Wish we had more promos between the two, but hey, maybe it'll be match one of a series or something. And, you know, Eddie Kingston and Miro on a big pay-per-view, I'm not going to argue too much. That's what I suspect this is going to be. Mm. I see the rematch happening at Arthur Ashe, and I think Eddie Kingston might win there. So... Somebody suggested Lana coming in in the chat. It wouldn't surprise me if there was some sort of distraction finish is what she did and Miro ends up winning or something or, you know, some kind of bullshit shenanigans that leads to it. That's kind of what I'm expecting for it. However, like you, the fact it's on the card will be good. The fact they'll just go all out. I don't want this one to last a long time. Mm -hmm. I mean, in some ways, it, it just shouldn't be. It should just be like an all-out brawl. There's no reason for it to kind of drag on to it. I think they do do a good job of that DDT story as Miro's kryptonite. I think I really like that um, mm -hmm. as well. So, yeah, this is a match I'm looking forward to, and I'm, I kind of want to see more Miro on the TV, mm -hmm. to be honest with you. Like, that's a guy. Matches, whatever. Yeah. He's like one of those people where I'm going, okay, if you substitute the amount of QT Marshall appearances for Miro appearances, everyone's a lot happier. Do you think Lana turns up? Speaking of uh, making people happy? I mean, I couldn't give a shit either way. Um, he referenced it so much, though. And the references but are fucking great. Yeah. They're so great. What did he say this week? Something like, uh, I only stay down in a, in a hotel room when I'm celebrating yeah. a big victory with my wife. My hot wife. He always throws that in. I, I, I like them as a package. Uh, I, wonder, I think yeah. there's probably a new way of doing what they did. Um, I'd be tempted to do it. I know it's another ex-WWE person coming in, but I, I don't know. I, I think there's enough there. Enough juice there. It's worth doing. I mean, and James says in the chat very nicely, something for the dads. Um, I assume he means the Nero Kingston match, but you know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> to paraphrase Peter Kay. But it'll be nice if they get a chance to be a partnership in a company that isn't actively trying to break up their marriage. Mm. You know, I think not having that stress on theirs is a good thing. I'm kind of with you. I, I, I think as an act, it can really work. And I, I think it can work in a real face dynamic mm. because she could do the promos and stuff. She did get over i mean i don't know if she, she maybe can do her own accent now i don't think they need to pretend anymore but i imagine i could see her coming in doing the russian stuff as well at the same time it'll be over she'll be over as long as she doesn't wrestle i think that i have to categorically state i don't want her turning up anywhere near that fucking casino battle women's battle royale because no. that's exactly the wrong kind of message 
as an as a as um being alongside Miro, yeah. I'd pass the presentation. I think it can work. Um, and, you know, yeah. she's got, you know, a non-wrestling following. I know people make fun of, you know, the fact that she's an Instagram celebrity, but there's there's always juice and stuff like that. And I'm sure there's money. Yeah. Look, Brandy, Brandy Rhodes released a wine this week. Like, you know, I'm sure they can find ways to monetize Lana. Um, so, yeah, I think she's coming in. But speaking of, uh, of the women on uh, more serious matters, uh, like I said, women's title match, uh, Britt Baker and Chris Statlander. Thoughts on that one, JP? Uh, I don't think the build's been great no i don't and i think they've not built it right at all i think it feels very confused because it started in pittsburgh which had baker as the face and statlander as as you know the kind of heel getting booed obviously by the hometown crowd so i'm not sure of the timing of that i think the idea of having a two-on-one match on rampage is so wwe i hate that kind of deal it's no good rebel shouldn't be in a ring lover as part of the act she's great but at the same time, she shouldn't be there. I, yeah, I don't think he's been particularly good. I'm not convinced that Statlander's good enough to have a good match with Britt Baker as well. And for me, that's the thing when you're trying to develop a fledgling division with mm. lots of people who aren't over in that big way. Match quality matters. You want them to feel like they're special matches. And this does not feel special. Mm. It feels very, if this was on a dynamite headlining that, I'd be like, oh, okay, fine. It's like the mandatory defense for it, but not really on a pay per view. They've just like Britt Baker, like sure, that should have been a layup when she won this title. <laughs> like, what have they done since? You know, messing around with Nyla Rose. Now this, it's just not good stuff. Plus, there's the problem of, you know, I think Chris Statlander is supposed to be the face in the story, and Britt Baker is the most over popular wrestler in the women's division. So that yeah. dynamic doesn't work either. Um, let's hope they give us something better with a Thunder Rosa, or like you say, Ruby Riot coming in. Maybe you could do something there. Yeah interest level in the match though jp for me it's like a one or a two like this is feeling skippable to me right now let's hope the uh they are both you know well i think chris statlander's uh, an underrated um wrestler you know maybe they can turn it on in ring and uh and turn me around but going in i can't say i've got much interest but uh yeah next match we uh we listed the uh it is the steel cage match young bucks and lucha brothers um mm. felt this is the one of the ones where i'd say ah that feels a bit thrown together but as things have developed you know cage match makes sense because the books keep using interference they have the great like i mentioned apart from kenny um angle at the the end of dynamite phoenix is going to do something daft um, I expect great things out of this match, JP. I think we talked on uh, Spotlight as this as this show got a potential five star match. Actually, it might have it here. Uh, I agree with you on that, but I'm not as high on the build because it feels like almost for the build, the team that should be in the match is Jurassic Express. That's true for the more natural babyface dynamic and the fact that Lucha Brothers are involved in an Andrade pack storyline, mm-hmm. which is really not not really, there's no easy way to way to kind of put that into this feud. It's one of the ones where I'm not mad at the build, but the match itself, I'm like, I think it could be great. And just seeing as well, like, you're just thinking, what is Phoenix and Matt Jackson going to do? Like, it's going to be batshit stuff. Mm-hmm. And it'll be a cage. It'll have loads and loads of drama and stuff like that. I expect the Bucks to win. I can't work out what happens then with Lucha Brothers because I can't, like, this Andrade pack storyline is, it's kind of odd. It doesn't really make, it's, it just feels like it's very hastily thrown together as well. And then neither of them are there. Mm. So I don't like, I can just see the, the buck somehow winning. Um, but then what for the books? Yeah. That's the other thing, isn't it? Did you go back to Jurassic five, Jurassic five? That's a rap group. Um, Jurassic express. <laughs> is, is that where we, 
is that where we go back to then? Like, because, uh, you know, it's a bit like, if not now, when are the Young Bucks going to lose these belts? Maybe they shouldn't because they are, you know, uh, they're, 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 a good, they're a good actors uh, as tag champions and they've been, they have been entertaining, um, even for the faults. And, you know, they've, uh, you know, definitely, I think it's been a, one of the more enjoyable runs as far as like character wise for them as a, as a team. Oh, it has. Um, I have to say, like, I mean, like this, I'm just loving Nick Jackson. I think every time I see that fucker come out to the ring, I'm just like, that is brilliant smarmy heel. And he loves that shit. And I love his delivery, but the look was always a thing for me. Mm. But now he's had the beard and it's gone really silly and over the top. He just looks like completely brilliant. So, um, um, well, yeah. Will yeah. mentions they're and, and, powerful. Could be them. Could go to them next. Could do. Be it's been away. a while. I mean, I think they'll be tying up the FTR stuff. I mean, we didn't really speak about that match on Dynamite, which was it was it was fine. It was decent. Mm. Yeah, still, it's not been the matches haven't delivered on the level that they should do. Mm. But yeah, you could go that. That's the other thing as well. There are lots of options for that that tag division if you want to stay away from the big Jurassic Express win or even mm. Jurassic Five win. Mm. <laughs> Look, Jurassic Five that won, one won, yeah. Jurassic Five with a deep voice. Who's Charlie Tuna, mate. Yeah, fantastic. Well. Good call. One of the first gigs I ever went to, mate. Incredible. One of the best uh, live reactions I've seen. Again, Concrete Streets, what a great song. Um, but oh, anyhow. God, I haven't thought of that in years. What a, <laughs> what a shit. Um, we'll do this in this order then uh, before we get to what, uh, you know, I, this feels like the main event, but I don't think it's going to go on last. CM Punk and, uh, and Darby Allen. Um, expectations for this one? Uh, I think, you know, going in might not have been that i was uh, i did steph's uh, cm punk show um on youtube uh, mm. yesterday hopefully people check that out uh, you know me fucking love just talking cm punk and we pretty much covered yeah. his entire career uh, i don't know if that's what steph planned on doing going in but i made sure it happened um and on that we were talking about you know the future for cm punk and i was saying ah coming into to aw this wasn't the match i would have given gotta be honest i think it's right I think I was wrong, but I, you know, I want to see PM Punk, you know, get his teeth into like an MJF feud or, you know, Moxley gets jealous and a Moxley feud or something with a bit more, you know, promo behind it and a bit more venom behind it. Yeah. However, you know, it's a happy moment right now. We all just want to see CM Punk wrestle. He's going to wrestle a punk kid like uh, like Darby Allen, as he described himself, um, you know, and also, you know... Uh, Punk's coming in off seven years, so he's not going to get an easy night with Darby Allen. But you know, a babyface, babyface type match, you know, with not a huge amount of stakes is probably the right way to bring him in. I don't know who wins the thing. Um, again, I don't know how great it'll be from a ring ring point of view, but I know Darby Allen's going to kill himself, and I know Punk's going to get a great reaction. Um, and I think it's going to be a, a fun spectacle, uh, regardless of anything. Yeah. I- I'm, I'm I'm too much of a coward to make an actual prediction on how good it'll be because mm. it's really difficult to tell. Punk in Chicago will Other help because it's going to be molten. Punk, CM Punk is wrestling in yeah. Chicago after seven years. Like yeah. that's probably enough, yeah. isn't it? No matter how the in-ring is. That's it. I mean, God, Hogan versus Rock wasn't mm. exactly a great fucking match, but like it's Disagree a thing that people remember. Like, sorry? <laughs> Disagree with Carrie. I wasn't okay. Five stars. Hogan, come on. Five stars. Um, Hogan's Woke got two five-star matches. Was that one? <laughs> yeah, that match actually was like Jesus. This is they're going mental. But for this one, like I, I, I agree in in the sense I think this is definitely the right match to go because I think Allen's Derby's going to be able to sell his offense like mm-hmm. really well. He's going to absolutely kill himself, like you say. They're going to do a 
probably a bit of they might do a little bit of shortcuts at various points i don't think punk is gonna start channeling his right we're going back to 2005 ring of honor so we're gonna make this bad boy last for 35 minutes or whatever um so i would say like punk wins it's whether or not there's a pepsi plunge involved i think you've predicted that that he'll hit it he he can do that on derby i don't think he'll i don't think he'll want to but I think Derby might yeah. want to take one <laughs> through a table or something. Uh, I think it's a bad idea one. either way. Like that, that thing needs to say that it was a convoluted mess of a move and it never looked good. I don't know. Yeah. Say that it looked good, but it never looked the same twice. <laughs> it was one of those kind of, and it must have battered CM Punk's knees, a pedigree off the top rope. Like some things need to stay in the early 2000s Indies as much as that pains even me to say. Yeah. Um, who do you think wins? Do you think uh, I could see Punk want to come in and be like, I'm set, I'm rusty and lose to Derby. I could genuinely see that happening. Like, I think everyone's expecting Punk to to get the big win because he's the big star coming in, and he should win his matches going forward. I think you can justify Derby getting a getting a like a not a roll up, but like some kind of win like that. Um, any legs to that, JP? I don't. Th- I can't see anything else but seeing Punk win. If I'm going to be honest with you, do you think, think he'll want to win? The- do you not think he'll fight it? He might do, but I think they'd probably convince him of going, all right, Derby goes away, gets a bit more focus, comes back and then beats him, and then it's a serious feud. Mm. And it's a thing you go about for like the guts. of You tell that story intermittently over a year. Mm. I think that's the route you can go with it. I think you have to have Punk win for Chicago. Mm. Um, like that, that would be the... the the thing I would go, I would go down for that. And I think the crowd are going to react in a way that if Darby Allen is absolutely killing himself in order to get this match to be as good as it is, everyone's going to end up being cheered. Darby Allen ended up cheered as well. Punk wins. And then I think they'll, they'll go back to it. Mm. And I don't think Punk will have any issue about putting over Darby Allen. But I think for this, it's like a, a sense where you've got the story of the hometown advantage getting it through. It's not like when New Japan, when somebody comes back and they play that Ring Rust storyline in, which I agree is a great storyline, mm-hmm. and I think you should be doing it. But I can't go past a, a CM Punk win. Fair enough. Uh, Dylan said in the chat, Sting gets Punk with a bat and Derby wins. I could, if this was TNA, Sting gets Derby with the belt and, uh, and Punk could win. <laughs> like we got to heal Sting going forward. Um, I, don't, I don't know on that. Um, but yeah, as Connor said there, yeah, I can see Punk maybe making protests about you know beating a young guy on his way in but i think maybe the company will uh, convince him it's the right thing to do but uh, still i don't rule out derby winning that's all i'm saying if the job is ultimately for this really is to get derby allen more over i think it just needs to be a proper match mm. with that with, with like and in some ways the job is it's like my god this guy's good they're having a really good match and there's like an appreciation of actually this guy's a fucking talent mm. and therefore they then go like like you can then have punk punk winning but i just think for the sake of the crowd if you do put this on for the main event punk loses they could be really deflated mm. do you know what i mean there's that like immediate thing of like there's a part of it and we saw this with double or nothing you sometimes just got to give them what they want that's true although it's not going on last i don't think this is just my card placement so mm. there's an excuse there because there is one more match, and there is potentially a happy ending coming out of this match. Uh, Kenny Omega and Christian Cage. Um, grapple listeners know my thoughts, um, but I will. I'll maybe expand a little bit. But that 
But I think that's going on last. They love putting the world title match on last. It gives Punk a little bit of uh, less pressure as far as uh, being the, you know, the, the focused main events of the show mm-hmm. and not going on last. And also, you know, with the whole New York um, mandate of uh, people have to be vaccinated now, don't they, to get into the Arthur Ashe show. I think that yep. solidifies the rumour that, uh, that Daniel Bryan is debuting here rather than there to, to get a Daniel Bryan debut with a full capacity, you know, live uh, and loud crowd. Um, and I think, you know, Kenny can beat Christian then. Uh, Heel can go over and we can get the big happy moments of, uh, of Daniel Bryan coming in. If Daniel Bryan's coming in, you know, you don't do that before the CM Punk match, you do it after. Um and to me, that's probably how this show goes off the air. But I've been wrong before, JP. Yeah, but I'm kind of with you on that. If Danielson's coming, you kind of either got to put this in the mid card and mm-hmm. hope that it kind of that 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 you then have to have cool down stuff afterwards, mm-hmm. or you do the punk match and then you lead into this. And I think these two will deliver a very good match. Mm-hmm. I think this match will be good. I think there'll be a point where they'll really be completely going out there. It's how much bullshit shenanigans are there that, that go on. I just kind of want to see this be a clean win. And he wins with the um, one-winged angel. And then you go, right, who's his next opponent? And it's Danielson. And then you're going like, fuck me. Because that's, unlike Punk, where I think is the thing where you ease him in against those younger guys, I think with Danielson, just because of the fact he's wrestled relatively recently, I think you go all in. Mm. Pardon the pun. But like <laughs> you go completely... Like you throw him in there, in in there, like with Omega, you're building to that as well. I, it's a very the Hangman Page stuff. Let that n- all of that not be forgotten. And I don't know if his wife's given birth at all. Like, I'm not, that is, mm, I've heard I anything about that. Mm. Yeah. So like the thing about um like all of all of that stuff is is that that can play into the storyline either way. Mm. You can have Page versus Danielson as a sidetrack and Page doesn't win and he gets deflated and then he has to come back and beat a Brian Day. You know what I mean? There's that character and the way that is, that works really well. But I think in case of this match, Omega wins. Mm. If Christian Cage wins, like, I then worry. Like, but I don't, I cannot see any logical argument no. for that. Anyone in the room who's pitching at me, you need to throw him out the fucking room. That's, that's oh. the lesson. So Omega wins, but. It's got to be his next challenge is really fucking difficult. He gets very arrogant. Ah, he beat me, but nobody else has. Nobody else has. Flight of the Valkyries. They're not going to push it. They've done well. You know, I think Christian uh, Kenny as a TV match, well, as a pay-per-view match, was cold. Then they had that TV match, which was very good, and it turned a lot of people around. They've done, you know, done the uh, the interesting <laughs> build with, uh, I was going to say Cyrus then, uh, Don Carlos and, uh, and Christian Cage, and they've got us to this point, but, you know, it can't end any other way. And then, you know, a solid match, Kenny beats Christian, we all move on. Um, and then, you know, yeah, we all move on to potentially Kenny and Brian, potentially Kenny and uh, Hangman Page. Let's get some great Kenny Omega uh, matches uh, under our belt for this title reign. Because yeah. as, as James was saying earlier on uh, on Twitter, um, I don't know if we've had that yet from uh, from Kenny, but there are a lot of people who are expecting that from the Christian match uh, on Sunday. So you know, God love you, and uh, I hope that that does happen. That's maybe a nice. Um, but yes, if you are going to order, uh, speaking of those people, <laughs> Alakud had just yeah. put in the chat that uh, yeah, they're a bit behind, so he's ordered all out thirty seconds before we uh, oh. we did our big plug for the link. Uh, don't be like Alan, everyone. We'll be like Alan in most ways he's a great man but uh, grappleapp.com uh, slash support if you are going to uh, order the pay-per-view and again we're not going to uh, 
twist your arm if you, if you can't afford it or you don't want to order the paper, you don't. But if you are, order it through our affiliate link. Yeah, it won't cost yeah. you any more um, and it does send a bit of money back to Grapple. Um, but yeah, that is the uh, the big show of the weekend, which is uh, why we spent the time on it. But there are still a couple of, uh, I suppose, uh, let they are lesser shows. I wasn't going to be insulting them, but there are lesser shows going on this weekend that I think we can uh, speed through here, JP. Yes, we can. It's uh, There's a lot of New Japan stuff going on this weekend. Inexplicably, they've got uh, two shows in, in a dome in a place where COVID, ca- uh, COVID cases are going up. Mm. People seem to be getting COVID all of the fucking time. But before all of that, it's barbecue brawl time on New Japan Strong. Yeah, you thought because of all that we were gonna, not going to do <laughs> JP it. JP had this I second on fun. the list of everyone. I'm just throwing that out there before I got edited. Sorry, JP. Mate, <laughs> you thought we'd forgotten about Daniel Garcia. Oh, lest you forget. Josh Alexander on what New a Japan Strong. Oh, yep. All of it. So he's not doing Davey, Davey Richards, Darby Allen. <laughs> He'll probably what, somehow end up on that pay-per-view, possibly, at some point. Oh, he point. will. Interference, definitely. <laughs> like, and he's going to be on, on New Japan Strong, and he'll probably be doing all every other indie that's running Chicago that weekend. And good luck to him. He's a hell of a talent. Yeah, they got that. They've got TJP versus Ray Horace, which will be fine. Um, Matt Morris versus Hikaleo, which I'm suspecting won't be fine. And it's that's an odd match at the best of times. But hey, it's the barbecue brawl. Who can predict what's going to happen? What a great name for a show. Um, but yeah, it doesn't end there with the other New Japan shows from the weekend. They are uh, Wrestle Grand Slam is uh, taking place from the uh, the MetLife Dome. Um, these are the uh, the Japan uh, side of the uh, the Grand Slam shows. On uh, day one, we have uh, Rob Eagles and Tiger Mask. Apparently they're called Fly and Tiger now um, against the, the LIJ team of uh, Bushi and Hiromu, um, which is cool. Great to see uh, Hiromu back in action. we got Yo versus Show. Uh, we got King of Pro Wrestling. Is this real? Chase Owens and Toriyano. I'm not watching this fucker. Uh, Okada, Jeff Cobb, and Tanahashi Ibushi. Okay, maybe I'll watch this fucker. <laughs> I'm going to be picking and choosing, though, JP, from that day one. Oh, yeah. I think, I mean, on that card, I'll watch Yo versus Show, definitely. Okada, Cobb, and Tanahashi Ibushi. I'm mm. absolutely fine with those. It's just that everything in New Japan on the Japan side is just so much all over the place. And there's so many people who are kind of not around or they've caught COVID and not able to turn up on shows. So the fact that they're even running these is, is odd in and of itself. That, I mean, it's desperate stuff, isn't it? That King of pro wrestling title match. Like there's no way in fucking hell I am watching that. Cause I think the, my fear is it's a show in a dome. There's not many matches. Do you remember the last time they did this, how long those matches went? Yeah. What was the magic number? Was it 37 yeah. or something like that appeared to be occurring again? That's my fear. Don't want no, I expect that with Tana- Tanahashi Ibushi. I don't want to see, like... I don't want to see Jeff Cobb go 40 know. minutes. Like, I like Jeff Cobb, but no. come on, you know. And I've loved this run of him mm. in New Japan. I'm glad he's getting a big match again, you know, another big match against Okada. But yeah, that shouldn't be lasting a long fucking time. So yeah, I'm not... I think some of the match would be good, but I'm not excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then on day two, um, going to that, we've got um, at the same place, obviously, uh, Chaos in Okada and Ishii versus United Empire, Great O'Khan and Jeff Cobb. They have been teasing a new United Empire member or something like that, possibly mm. happening. Gabriel Kidd. Could be. Could be. That would be. Make it two, bring the that young guns over. I'm, I'm gutted that young guns tag isn't happening this weekend, but we'll get to that. Carry on. 
with us. Yeah, Kitamura, mm-hmm. that lad. Um, that's a name from the past. A junior heavyweight tag, uh, junior tag team title match, Bullet Club, El Fantasmo, Toji Shimori versus Suzuki Gun of El Desperado and uh, Kanamaru. Tag team title three-way match. There's no way this fucker isn't lasting 40 minutes. Um, dangerous Techers, Taichi and Zack Sabre Jr. versus Chaos, Goto and Yoshihashi versus LIJ, um, Sonada and Tetsuya Naito. Uh, junior, uh, uh, junior title match, Robbie Eagles versus Hiromu Takahashi. And then if... Uh, I've forgotten about this match. Unbelievable. World heavyweight title match. Shingo Takagi versus Evil. <laughs> Won't be watching that. <laughs> Not in a million. You can't pay me enough to watch that. Sorry, patrons. Uh, even if a king of the mountain wants to try and get me to watch that. Fuck off. Evil in a main event on a dome show where he's going to go f- in an hour. Like, just not interested. Couldn't be less interested. Um, awful. Um, Robbie Eagles Hiromu, though. Like, I made up Hiromu's back. They need that yeah. little bit of star power that he provides. I'm always sad for him that he. Th- I'd rather see him on the US side. Can we get him in the US and doing the US New Japan shows because they're way more interesting. Um, oh, yeah. But you Please. know, go for him. That'll be good. I mean, that will be good. But it's the only thing from this show. I think I'm interested in watching. I'm uh, no life is too short for evil match, evil world title matches. Especially, you know, I'm not even considering the fact he might win because I don't want to think about it. Yeah, I think the most interesting stuff will be the stuff in the intermission when they announce G1 stuff. Mm. and who's in the tournament because that's happening at the end of this month Benno mm. I know we're, tr- we're trying not to think it's going to happen but like there's there's going to come a point where we're going to have to watch a load of G1 and it's going to be do like we? oh no <laughs> maybe do we <laughs> oh. that's fine I'm suspect- we probably will I'm suspecting this is the year where I'm nowhere near the fucking G1 pickums because I honestly don't know how we're going to how is it going to take place and if it's an all Japanese roster then God help us all it's bad it's bad well if that doesn't float your boat also this weekend as we mentioned there's a lot going on in, in the Chicago area worth just quickly mentioning um, I know we always joke about these GCW shows but there are a, a few going on at the weekend main one being the uh, the Art of War games um, which has got a two ring ladder scramble fuckfest match um, on it, Gringo Loco, Shane Mercer, Jake Lander, Jordan Oliver, Dante Leon, Nick Wayne, who looks great, Buddy Wayne's um, son. It's great to see him uh, mm. him doing well. ASF, uh, Ninja Mac, and Yoya. Uh, Super Crazy versus Hoover 2 Guerrero. Uh, I love that. Oh. Tony Dappen versus Ali Cat. Yeah. Uh, Mac Cardona oh. is going to be defending his GCW title um, against the Mystery Man. He's been fantastic. He's been great. That, uh, that joke hasn't run dry on me yet on uh, Twitter, calling the uh, the GCW belt the, uh, the universal title and uh, putting Velcro straps on it and <laughs> putting it in the fridge. Um, he's been great. I'm still not wearing the fuckers T-shirt, though. Um, also, um, there's been a, a War Games match um, and uh, announced that as Koga, Bobby Beverly, Eddie Only, Eric Ryan, Gregor, Gregory Iron, and Ricky Shane Page on the 4-4 Ohio side against Team MDK, which me and you are proud members of, but not in this match, JP, AJ Gray, Alex Cole, and Effie, Mance Warner, Matthew Justice, and one Nick Gage. And if that's not enough GCW for you for the weekend, there is uh, the Black Label Pro co-promoted show, Three Cups Stuffed. Um, just thought it was worth noting on that show. They've got an Alex Shelley, Tom Lawler match. Might be into that, JP. And also... A four-way lucha tag team match with Juventu Guerrero and Super Crazy against Ares and Gringo Loco, Dragon Bane uh, and El Hijo de Canis Lupus and ASF and Laredo Kid. Uh, that sounds fun. 
Um, and also, there's an Effie's Get Big Gay brunch happening at some point. But who cares? No. <laughs> no, Read Will's article on that uh, if you want, like the general thoughts. Yeah. Oh, apparently, apparently, Matt Cardona's new belt's a spinner. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Oh, and again, like, I have to say, I'm more interested in this GCW show, The Art of War Games, which the name alone, I'm thinking that that's good. I'm more interested in that than in a New Japan Dome show. Mm. It's not. I know it's not a January 4 Dome show, but that's where we're at. I agree with you. The Matt Cardona stuff has been great. The fact that you've got, like, the G, you know, he's doing his Paps Blue Ribbon stuff mm. and the rest of it, and he's doing very I saw the picture with him in the, in the fridge, and it, it's been great. So I'm looking forward to Stop who it. that could be, because it's GCW, and it could be fucking anyone. Mm. Like, really, it's like... It could be fucking Moxley. It could be anyone. <laughs> you know, yeah. in town. You do. Too cold Scorpio. Mm. Just like it, it, like it could just be, it could be any number, a myriad of things, which I'm kind of absolutely fine with. On that, interesting to see how they do a, a, a war games match. Mm. Like I'm intrigued at the spectacle. Mm. I fear it's going to be lads pissing blood. Like from the moment, I'm sure they're just. I mean, they could just cut to the chase before they even when they're stood on the outside waiting to get in the cage. Just cut your forehead open and just least least then he's on the blade job yourself. So. Yeah, looking at that stuff in there, I mean, I hope Effie's fucked up because I'm I'm not a fan of of him at all. I think he's, he reminds me of David Starr as well, which doesn't help the situation. Mm-hmm. And, and Soupy Crazy versus Hooventude, great. Throw the link in the chat. Will we'll uh, we'll share it. Read Will's article on Effie um, and the Big Gay Grunge. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. I think you look at that; it looks like fun. It's looked like what it should be, which is like something different from AEW except and this is the nice thing and it's going to be happening a lot these shows are kind of happening they're very AEW adjacent GCW so it's not like AEW have got an issue they're like almost quite happy for a lot of indie companies to piggyback off these shows Hmm. and I really hope that's the case if they can kind of foster these big pay-per-view weekends and indie companies can do well out of this as well and maybe use some of the AEW roster who are around in Chicago if you want to get some younger talent in around the place. That's what I'm talking about. Then, then you've always got those options as well. So, um, good on them. Who's winning it? I'm got a fucking clue. Should we say Team MDK? That's about it. right. We're Team MDK, so it makes sense. Yeah, it's got to be. Not Garth though. <laughs> yeah, and then after that, there is a progress show with Doug Williams versus Chris Ridgeway. Who gives a fucking shit? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That's our preview. Who fucking cares? Oh, I saw a promo of them the show title as well. Oh, Let's just do that. Progress, progress, chapter 120. Even we can't be asked. Just do <laughs> stuff like that, like complete cynicism. You know, just like us, Jim versus Brenda White and Danny Jones. No, nobody is. Yeah. However, move on. <laughs> Fuck that. You're going to be on this. There has been some a couple of changes. So as far as I, I, I'm an understanding at the moment. Will Ospreay is not on the card because no. of COVID, obviously. Mm. Um, so it was going to be him and Young Guns versus Brendan White, Doug Williams, and, and RKJ. But I don't. It might just be what Young Guns versus Doug Williams and RKJ. You yeah. might do that. that Sorry, that's a double slander of Brendan White. Two segments in a row. <laughs> Nothing against him personally. He's 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 fine. Yeah. Like I think, I think within the current state of Brit Rest, he's he's absolutely fine. He was great as Doug second in Manchester. Like he was getting people into yeah. the match. You know, yeah, there might be something. There. Oh, I'm I'm with you on that, but he's there to eat the fall yeah. as well. Like he's that he's that kind of figure. So there's complete. I'm I'm fine with that as well. Uh, Connor Mills versus Carl Fletcher. That one's um, 
is that one on? Is it because I'm so. the only thing I'm thinking is yeah, because obviously Mark Davis isn't on there, and he was going to be up there against Michael Oku, mm. but that's not going to be happening. So interesting to see see what they do there. Um, Hyan and Gazelle Shaw versus uh, Dream Dolls, who is uh, Mariah May and Zoe Lucas. Dan Maloney versus Yota Suji is coming over. Let's just hope it's normal gimmick. He's he's got he's got a good facials as that lad. That's a good match for him. That's the one, like a big lad. Throw him in there with, with Dan Maloney. Why not? Yeah. Dan Maloney should be winning. Mm. Like, really. I don't want to see Yotsuji just coming in and immediately getting a win. I kind of want to see, like, there's a point where he starts slightly lower and moves his way up up the card with a few victories. Robbie X and Lee Hunter versus Mark Haskins and Chris Ridgway. And then this was going to also be on the card, but Shota Umino is off now due to COVID. So it was Lucian Phillips going to be facing there as well and all that's happening um at the 229 venue which uh you'll be going to and, and all i hear is nice things about it so i know i'm kind of good i can't go to a, a proper cockpit show still never been to one in my life but it'll still be fun to to be there um i kind of hope you know some of those missed bookings you know i'll let robbie if, if anyone from red Frog is still listening you can have me uh you can have me train ticket give it to uh, give it to robbie uh robbie Dan. <laughs> not robbie uh, dean Mark. sorry uh well, i was over said robbie accent dean Mark. get him down give give him one of them uh them bookings there you go there's a personal request um but no like i that is it is disappointing that covid has kind of ravaged uh parts of this show um i was so hyped for that that young guns and ospreys uh, as a team um match and yeah you know it has uh definitely hurt the uh, the depth of the card with uh with mark davis being out but i'm, I'm sure they'll uh they'll pull something together and I think it'd just be fun to be at, a, at another live show, um, you know, even in a smaller way yeah. and, and see a lot of our listeners there. And I believe there is, in fact, that uh, they've announced uh, today uh, they're doing another 229 show the, the week after. They're a yeah. big fan of these uh, these pop-up shows at the minute. I think that's a, it's a good plan. If, if it can fill the place and provides more uh, VOD stuff as long as they can get on top of the VOD stuff, I think that's uh, that's good stuff. And, yeah, it'd be interesting to uh, to go and see a, a smaller uh, pro show in the, uh, the build to your hall, which I imagine we'll both be at, JP. Yep, yep, we'll both be at your call. That's on the nineteenth, so that's um two uh two weeks after after this show. I'm with you. Like I think what happens is immediately when it comes to COVID and this person being off there, you're basically like, Well, it's not like you're angry or anything else. You just go, Unfortunately, it's just a part of life. And I say being an Arsenal fan where every player's coming down with COVID at the moment, mm-hmm. um, you're like, uh, you're not surprised in the slightest. So you're kind of expecting that to be possibilities. It's it's who they're able to get in. And are they able to get possibly a few fresh faces? It opens up some opportunities. Like you say, get a Dean Allmark, put him in there with Michael Oku. They mm-hmm. could have a lovely little match. Like it'd, it'd be a good match. And Allmark could, you know, Dino could just play babyface and it would work great and get o- Oku over more. And in some ways, that's the kind of better stylistic match for him, mm-hmm. I would think, than him and a Mark Davis, him having to eat those chops from him. That would, you know, yeah. be a hell of a spectacle. He's but I, ima- I, imagine it, I imagine it'll be fun. <laughs> for what it is and if they're able to run these pop-up shows then great definitely and yeah and if you're there come over and uh and say hello but yeah um that obviously uh brings us to the end uh for for the weekend show for this week been a mammoth one jp lots of uh lots of preview there exciting weekend enjoyed uh doing this on a thursday with you but i'll just throw out if any again if anyone does a uh, plan on ordering anything um from fight this weekend i believe iwc have got a show as well i don't know what's on it but that's happening too so you know you plan- fancy any of those shows grapple slash support um and we will uh get that kick back uh but yeah other than that um, um, thanks to Carl Gack, Robert Brocky, Connor Laughlin, Joe Edwards, Simon Gunn, and Gunny Daniel. That's it for us for another weekend show. Adieu.
Thanks for tuning in all.